I have women that who we have debates, and I'm like, listen. Well, do you think you're supposed to be married? Well, the Bible say yeah. that, and then when they do that, I'm like, listen, everything's good. If you can stop now, uh-huh. and we can cut this off, or I'm gonna let you keep going, and then you gotta live that. Well, no, because the Bible say a man that finds a woman, a wife, finds a good thing. That's true. Solomon is the one who said that in the Bible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Solomon had 400 wives. So I'm 399 <laughs> down. <laughs> so let me go get 399. <laughs> Since we're talking about and their, res- and their response is, <laughs> oh, no, you're not about to have. Hold on. <laughs> so you agree with what Solomon say, but you don't agree with how Solomon lives. Let's go by the text. We're going by the text. You can't go by that then. You either going to live this or you're not going to live it. Exactly. And and. In any nigga with 400 anything is going to tell you having one of those is a good thing. Why wouldn't he? He's got 400 of them. This is the Chop by T podcast where we give you real, raw, authentic conversations. I'm your host, T. And to the very far right of me, we got my brother, my bodyguard. Let's go. What up, what up, what up? And in the middle, man, we got Luck, artist, content creator. Hey, we glad to have you here today. I'm glad to be here, my brother. I appreciate y'all. Glad to have you here today. I first got introduced to you uh, through your social media. I seen your social Mm -hmm. media. You got a uh, show called Street Talk. Mm -hmm. Street Talk, extremely funny. Uh, I got introduced to you, to you through that way, and I'm seeing your stuff, and we had DM exchange DMs or whatever, and you was telling me, you know, and I asked for your advice on on uh, content and how to build our content, mm-hmm. and you just told me something that everybody who's successful in this space told me, which is keep posting, keep yeah, going. Yeah, just be consistent. Ain't that just crazy? be consistent. It's like, <clears throat> and I know it, but a lot of times I don't do it. It's like everything, though. You know something, but you don't continue to do it. Um, and you, you, we have good advice. Like we, we can style someone, but it is different when we look at in the mirror ourselves. So I know that, but a lot of times I'll get away from it. And my cousin Shane actually had to tell me, bro, you got to post, post, post. And he'll shoot me a text like, Hey, you know, it's about to be 24 hours. You ain't posting nothing yet. Like, you know what I'm saying? And in the grand scheme of things, it's like, man, it's just Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who cares? But yeah. then on the flip side, it's like, well, I make money from this. So right, right. Don't be dumb and, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just be like, it is whatever. Like but my mentality yeah. is one of those. I really just be like, sometimes I just be like, man, I don't give a shit about nothing. So nothing is really that important to me, except the important shit to me, if that makes sense. Like right. my children, my mm-hmm. family, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. But I'll forget. But when you consistent, and it's <clears throat> it's the craziest thing that, consistency is going to bring something out. Right. It might not be what you expect, right? but consistency is going to bring something out. You know, you go to the gym and you just shoot, 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 shoot. You know, it's going to be, you, you, you went to shoot, but the next time you play, 
you might have a, a different layup package. And you yeah, might right. be like, where this came where from? This well, from, you was consistent in the gym so much. You might have been thinking you were shooting the whole time, but, you know, you got a whole new layup package. So, And that's just why I feel like, you know, just stay consistent. Something going to hit if you're good at it. Anything you do good, you do it long enough, and and you'll be you you you're gonna perfect it, and you're gonna win at it. That's in a book called Ten Thousand Hours. You do anything for ten thousand hours, and you perfect it. Malcolm Gladwell. <laughs> yep, that's my. I, I bring this nigga up on every podcast. Malcolm Gladwell. I ain't lying. That's like one of my favorite authors right there. But something I did want to ask you: Are you mm-hmm. on TikTok? Because you a kill I, on TikTok. Listen, bro. I am. But here's the crazy thing. I didn't. I just started getting on TikTok, and everybody's like, "Man, put that shit on TikTok, yeah, put that." Yeah. And I'm like, "Man, I do need to put that shit on TikTok." But and I just funny thing, bro. I just loaded it back up on my phone mm-hmm. last night. Well, this morning, about five this morning, I was like, "Man, we put this shit back up and just throw some shit on TikTok." Because somebody came in my inbox and said, "Please put this on TikTok." Yeah, yeah. It should have gone. I was crazy. like, "You know what? Let me put it on TikTok." So I just loaded up at five this morning, and when I get in the car, or uh, probably at the studio, I'm gonna just load a whole bunch of shit up on there. <clears throat> now your content a kill on appreciate uh, that on TikTok. I was noticing that I actually went looking for your TikTok because we went and got us one too. So mm-hmm. yeah, now and you said something just earlier in regards to and we're gonna get to everything that you do, the music, yeah, all yeah, of yeah. that. Yeah. But you said something earlier which stuck out to me, well, that's uh your family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and something that we talk about on the last podcast is when you dealing a lot of time when you out here hustling, you out here grinding, and you got you got two little ones, right? Well, no, I got a 17-year-old, uh-huh. <laughs> and I got a three-month-old. Oh, okay. So I got a huge gap. Yeah, I had my daughter when I was young, and then I had him, you know what I'm saying? Like, so it's like, shh. Yeah. But I'm finished, though. Girl, boy, I'm out of here. Done. Nah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I got a little, I, just, I got a two-year-old myself. Congratulations, bro. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. And congratulations to you, too. I appreciate you. With your little one. But something you said, like, when you out here grinding, because I'm out here and, uh, I'm grinding and I'm getting my work in and I'm doing everything that I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and Sko both, we we got the little self-employment gig that we doing. Mm-hmm. So we out here grinding and a lot of the times, or I'm out here grinding, I don't have time for my little one or whatever. How do you cope and manage with that? So, <clears throat> that's crazy, man. I don't, just, I don't know if it's advice. I don't know how y'all want to take it or whatever. I knew at a young age mm-hmm. I was put here to entertain. Right. Right? Yeah. But I didn't know at that time I was put here to help. I didn't know at that time I was put here to to give knowledge. I didn't know I was put here to teach. I didn't know he, you know, in a roundabout way. Just, you know, watch me and watch what I do and you'll learn or just ask me and, you know what I'm saying, shit like that. I didn't know that at a young age. I just thought I was here to entertain. I was like, well, damn, how, how God made me fucking this hell of a... Football, baseball, you know what I'm saying? All these sports. Right. And then I get to college, mm. you know what I'm saying? And it's like, okay, well, I ain't, you know, I'm not I'm not going pro because my girl pregnant. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and I'm one of them who like big on, nah, football's a dream. She's for real. So yeah. it's like, then it's like, okay, well, fuck, you can act. Go do some acting. So then I wrote a play, and I'm doing a play, and the play start traveling. And then we, you know, start doing music and acting. It's like, hold on. How God gave me all it, but he gave me all that to entertain. Because even playing football, baseball, all them sports, I would be entertaining, catching it with one hand, catching it between my legs. You know what I'm saying? Just shit like that that's like, what the hell is he doing? But it was just me being, you know, 
trying to be Jamie Foxx on the football field. Yeah. Right. Trying to be, you know what I'm saying, Will Smith on the baseball field. Mm-hmm. And then I had to realize when I had my daughter, getting to your point, I was young. But as I started growing, I realized and I told her, I said, Princess, when she started growing, should I say, you have to understand, you're going to have to sacrifice daddy. What I was trying to explain to her was, I started coming into my understanding that I was put here for a purpose. Right. When people start telling me, man, you made me smile today. What you posted was this. And, da, da, da. and then I started realizing, okay, when I speak, people listen. Maybe it's because of rap, but when I start talking away from it, they listening because of the music. When I start talking away from Instagram, they listen because of the Instagram. So then I had to realize, okay, you're going to have an impact. And then when I started speaking out against things, against black and white mm-hmm. shit, against financial shit, against, so it was like, damn, I'm, it's really a bigger purpose than just entertaining. So I had to start letting her know, you have to sacrifice daddy. It's not a good thing. But when you think about, and I'm not talking about in death, I'm talking about Martin Luther King's kids, Malcolm X's kids, Muhammad Ali's kids, they had to sacrifice their parents. Mm -hmm. Now, they had to sacrifice their parents. I'm not talking about in death. Mm -hmm. A few of them did, but if you take Muhammad Ali's kids, for example, they had to sacrifice that time with their daddy. Mm -hmm. I didn't have, you know, it was three months, my daddy missed my recital. Right. He was Muhammad Ali, though. You sacrificed your daddy to give us, because Muhammad Ali wasn't just here for you. With all due respect, that's your daddy. He wasn't just here for you. Malcolm X wasn't just here for you. With all due respect to Betty and and the kids, Malcolm wasn't just here for you. Malcolm was here for for all black people. And you may have to sacrifice, but here's the crazy thing. Muhammad Ali passed, Malcolm X passed. All the kids that had issues or whatever with Muhammad, man, he was never here, he was never did that. He was a great father, I heard. But they did complain that, you know, it was a lot of time they didn't see him. But here's the thing. What's his legacy? That's my daddy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you when you bring up the greatest of all time, you got to bring my daddy up. Yeah. And that's the legacy he left. So I have to make instill in my child. And I've been telling her for years, like, baby, listen, you're going to have to sacrifice daddy in ways that other your kid, your friends might not have to sacrifice daddy. Right. Now mm-hmm. it's different. Well, it's and it's crazy I'm saying this because if you look at my page, you see we dress alike. Yeah. <laughs> she lives with me. Uh-huh. Like, and people would be like, damn, he must never see his child. No, yeah. she lives with me. Yeah. And I'm, and it's just me and her. Like, you know what I'm saying? Single father. It's not no, in a relationship with her mama or nothing. She lives with me. Mm-hmm. Um... We dress alike. We go places. That's my best friend. I don't go places if she can't go. Yeah. The only reason she's not here is because she was like, I don't feel like... She told me because she she travels a lot with me. Right. She's like, Daddy, I, I'm, tired. I'm tired of living out my suitcase. Yeah. And I'm like, I told you, this is the life. Like, yeah. this is what you got to go through. So that's why she's not here. But she's always with me. But she still has to understand that. Like, you have to understand. But then I have to find ways to put her in. So I got this movie that we're doing with Netflix. Mm-hmm. And... I wrote her in as the other character. Yeah, it's like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? You're going to be there. You're going to be there every day with me. Right. You know what I'm saying? You're going to get credits. You're going to do this. And then you have to make sure everything you do is for them. Yeah. Right. If you don't forget that, you're not never going to be... You, you may feel, man, I wish I could be there with my kids, but they don't understand. Every verse I write, every movie script I write, 
every the book I'm writing, everything has my son and my daughter as co-writers. Everything. Because today or tomorrow, God forbid, I hope it don't happen, knock on wood, if anything happen, you ain't got to go through no who owned his estate. That's they stuff. That's they their music. Who well, who wrote it? Them too. Yeah. And then people be like, well, they ain't really write it, but they inspire me. Mm-hmm. Inspiration is what gave me the ability to write that verse. Inspiration is what gave me the ability to, to write this script or write this movie, write this book. So I make sure that, yeah, daddy may be gone for a week or two, but when I'm gone, I'm gone for you. Yeah, right. But still understand. I'm gone for you, but I'm also gone for the people who need me too. And I try to make her understand that. So that's, that's, and I know it was a long answer, but when I start talking about my kids, bro, it's like. Feel it. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. I feel that shit. And I'm going to tell you, like, I want to ask you this because, all right, I think I may end up dealing with that. I tell Skull something all the time, and I've said it on the podcast before as well, Mm -hmm. like, I'm not meant to be normal. We not meant right, to be no, normal, no. right? We us as black people, we didn't come from normal circumstances. Mm-hmm. Therefore, especially you, you come from New Orleans, right? Yeah. Born and raised. Yeah. You didn't come from normal circumstances <laughs> by any means, bro. So you're not meant to be normal. So when you decide not to live a life of normalcy, you accept all of these things. But my question that I want to ask, following up with that, even with with your uh, with your daughter and even with your your baby boy, is. Um, what age did she get at when you was able to explain it to her? As soon as she can comprehend or just when? Like, Well, yeah, when she can comprehend. But mm-hmm. my daughter is, and I know a lot of people going, a lot yeah, of people, man, you know my child's that. a genius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. My child was not a genius. <laughs> Wasn't no, you know what I'm saying? Man, I looked at her and I knew right then. Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> but as she would grow, I realized, damn, this child's kind of, and intelligent. Like, at the age of 12, she was telling me, you know, she was making me understand things like, Daddy, why can't we vote as kids? And I'm like, mm. I'm like, what you mean? Why? Asking you that? Yeah, and That's she was, crazy. but man, I'm, I'm sitting there like, you know, brushing it off, like, come on, baby, you can't vote. Mm-hmm. But she had to do a, a, a thesis or something like she had to do at her school um, in like the 19th grade, I don't remember. But whatever the writing was, she was like, she was giving her reasoning on why kids should be able to vote. Yeah. She said, they shouldn't count they shouldn't our votes shouldn't count but they should matter and i'm like and in her whole paper i didn't help her her mama didn't help her she was making points and i'm like i never thought of that she was like do you realize that if i'm 16 Mm. and i can't vote the president that's in there for two years i mean for four Four years years, I'll then be an adult mm-hmm. while he's in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I have to live with the decision you made yeah. Yeah. as an adult. That's crazy. That's crazy. And I never yeah, thought about that. Nah, and, I like, point. and I was like, and I was like, damn, that makes sense. And she was like, <laughs> so our vote should, and I was brushing off like, daddy, why can't I, why can't we vote? Why can't, she's 12. I'm yeah. like, why can't, I'm like, because Nicki Minaj would be president. My nigga, that's why y'all can't vote. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you niggas would vote for Justin Bieber if he ran. Like, shut up. Like, go, you know what I'm saying? What, 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 what you want to eat? Like, you're just talking stupid right now. But I, and then, and then talking to her, it's like, okay, my child might have some she sense got a whole on perspective. So, I say that to say her thought process mm-hmm. jumped, and I don't know at what age it jumped, mm-hmm. but I say around 11, 12, yeah. that's when I start talking to her and really, you know, understand. Like, oh, listen, I have conversations with my child 
that people wouldn't even believe. Like, if I'm on the phone with a chick or if I'm this, that, and the third, and I'll be like, yeah, I, you know, that was this girl I met, such and such. I'll tell, like, m- my child, because she lives with me, she, I don't want no, you can't have no secrets yeah. because it's just me and you. We are each other rock. Mm-hmm. You dig? So I'm like, you know, I don't want you to ever think daddy's trying to, you know, be secretive or hide stuff or do right. some malicious stuff or, you know, this how I treat women or this how I, this how I do this, this how I do this. So, you know, I just, I've been, been and, I, and I've been probably not that transparent with her, mm-hmm. but I've been transparent with her, you know, telling her about the sacrifices and things like that probably at 11, 12 years old. That's key, too. Yeah. That's key. Yeah. Cause it was just me and my mama growing up, and that's—I mean—that's kind of what molded me into the man that I say I am. Right, that right, people right. love and respect just because she was able to give me that early on, get plant yeah. those seeds, and just be honest with me. And I got to see the world for what it really was, and that helped me along the way. Yeah. That's, that's I was big just fan. thinking about my pops. He taught—he started teaching me a lot around like 11, 12, 13. Yeah, that's when I was understanding. That, a lot. That's what I was about to say. Yeah. That's when my Paul, man. That's when I really started. I can't remember advice from him prior to around that age. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I'm sure he gave us a lot of advice uh-huh. prior to that, but I can't remember any advice prior to around 11, 12 years yeah. old. Yeah. And he gave me some hell of advice, so, yeah. So I want to uh, just go back a little bit on, like, your upbringing in uh, New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Uh, because New Orleans, like all of us know, is is a, it's a, I don't know, it don't seem to me, and it's my personal opinion, you know, I don't feel like New Orleans. If you if you was telling somebody what embodies the U.S. and then you look at New Orleans, they're like, "Damn, that's the U.S." Like New Orleans right. is like its own island, its own yeah. place. The funny thing is, me and my partner have conversations all the time about New Orleans being an island. Yeah. That's the funny thing. Um, <clears throat> I was telling when we was on our way over here, not here, but when we was out here, I was like, "Man, Nashville." I'm, try- I'm trying to see the culture of Nashville, yeah. mm-hmm. but you gotta go downtown. Yeah. yeah. And see, uh, what, what is it, Music Row or what is it, S- something row or something city or s- whatever yeah, it is. City, where, well, I don't know, something, yeah. it's the streets with all the... All okay, just downtown. Yeah, yeah like downtown. where you can see people singing and all mm-hmm. kind of stuff. That's that's the culture of Nashville. Mm-hmm. Um, if you in if you in New York, like their culture is all over, but it's a New York culture. Mm-hmm. Um, just different places, man. You go certain places and you gotta go certain places to see the culture of that city and New Orleans is just like soon as you step off the plane it's like oh shit you got a nigga (laughs) playing the trumpet in the airport you're like what the fuck you know what I'm saying this nigga just out in the middle playing the trumpet in the airport it's like who do this I don't know that nigga been there all day nigga had a saxophone earlier you know what I'm saying and we just have a different everything bro like we have a different every people don't understand the People don't understand the level of New Orleans impact on the culture of black people ah, today. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, what, and what I'm trying to say is Philly cheesesteak, you can find a good Philly cheesesteak in a bunch of places, yeah. right? Shit, I can make one. Uh, exactly. <laughs> I know people that can make a good Philly cheesesteak. You can find a good pizza and a bunch of meds. Fucking Domino's or Pizza Hut might luck up and send you a damn good one one, every now and then. You're not going to find crawfish like in New Orleans. Like we have our own, like, when you crawfish, New Orleans. 
know what I'm saying? Yeah. This first thing you think, New Orleans. Mm -hmm. um, we have our own things. Like, we, we created the po' boy. You know what I'm saying? The sandwich that they mm -hmm. call hoagie. We created mm -hmm. that. It was a po' boy. Um, fucking music. I was just just, say, just uh, when music. you think when you think about it like this, bro. New Orleans had the very first, the very not black, not black, just in general. New Orleans had the very first million dollar musician that made a million dollars just off of music, and that was Fast Domino. Mm -hmm. The very first musician to ever make a million dollars was mm -hmm. Fast Domino. It's come from New Orleans. If people think, well, what what kind of what kind of impact does New Orleans have on the culture? You wouldn't have Lil Wayne if it wasn't for New Orleans. Yeah. And that's that's I everybody stop, today. I could really stop right there because yeah, every yeah. nigga today yeah. is modeled after him. Yeah. You wouldn't have No Limit. You wouldn't have Master P. You that mean no be, QC. That be, mean no. Listen, before yeah. Master P, niggas wasn't you ain't I ain't never see camouflage before P. Yeah. Not from no civilian. That's yeah. a fact. I never saw a nigga wear camouflage before Master P. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even I never heard of people having their own deals before Master, before P. Master P. And people will say, people will will say, uh, like, uh, what's the old boy name out of uh, Texas? Mm. Uh, Jay Prince. Mm -hmm. They'll say Jay Prince, but Jay Prince didn't do it to the level of Master he P. Did, and, and Master P, P say that. And Master standpoint. P say, you know, I, I holler at Jay Prince, that's a big homie, but even Jay Prince is like, man, I watched them dudes go yeah. get their deal. Yeah. And I'm like, man, let me go, you know what I'm saying? Right. Let me see what yeah. they how they did that right yeah. there. It's just... No city, no state has had the two number one and number two labels at the same time. Cash Money and No Limit was doing this. They was doing this for like two or three years in a row. They was doing this. And you just look at the culture like... You look at white tees and, you know what I'm saying? We made white tees popular with the goals. hot boys. Goals. Goals. You ain't seen nobody. Yeah. You never saw people wearing goals until you yeah. saw us wearing yeah. goals. And now I, I say us because I'm talking about the culture. You ain't seen no rappers wearing dreads. You name one rapper that wore dreads before Lil Wayne. Nah, Bro, I'm trying to think. Like nah, name one that died his hair before one. Lil Wayne died dreads. Nah, that boy right there is something else. That's name one with tattoos in his face before Wayne. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So it's like it's like people take our culture, and they just I've I've never no disrespect to nobody, mm -hmm. and I don't know if it's out here. Y'all can tell me if I'm right mm -hmm. or wrong. Is there anywhere in Nashville? Scratch that. Is there anywhere in Tennessee? Anybody can answer because I don't know the answer. Mm -hmm. Is there anywhere in Tennessee where there's a restaurant that either has the name New Orleans in it or has New Orleans style food or Creole or Louisiana? Yeah, just Popeyes here. Okay, that's that's a that's, that's a, a commercial, but still, that's commercial, right? It's Popeyes though. Yeah. And then Popeyes, they have the Louisiana Cajun, yeah, whatever, whatever. Yeah, you always see Louisiana hot sauce out there. You go to Houston, there's New Orleans style, whatever. Yeah, you New go Orleans to style, you go to New York, is is Louisiana Cajun fried, right. whatever. Mm -hmm. I've never, ever, ever been to this many places in my life and seeing one place have that much of a food impact on anywhere. Yeah, now killing like, I don't, food. no disrespect, but I don't see a Nashville place in nah. Houston nah. that's selling Nashville-type food. I don't see a Houston place in Nashville that's like, oh, it's got, we got the best Houston barbecue. No, my nigga. Yeah. <laughs> but you got the a Louisiana-style something here. Something. You know what I'm saying? So we got, man, you look at Drake. Drake's as big as Drake is. 
I'm gonna say something that people might disagree with, and I really don't oh, give shit. a damn. That nigga over there but as Drake. big as, but now listen, <laughs> you 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 really love Drake, right? <laughs> I fuck with Drake too. Twenty, man. thirty years from now, uh-huh. just be honest, since uh-huh. you really love him, what song is going to be such a classic that they can play it like Biggie's One More Chance or LL's, uh, whatever, or you know what I'm saying, or or. Mm. Freaking any any song that they could play in the, in the club twenty five years from now. Think I don't know. I, I was gonna know. say that. And, that and for that shit. and for that to be yeah. had to ponder that long for you yeah. to for you to yeah. have to ponder and that's your man. <laughs> I was gonna say God's playing. What's his know. biggest song to date? I can tell you what it is. I say Western Road. Nope. Is that God's playing? Nope. nope. Nice for what? Ah shit! And that's New Orleans, huh? That, uh, got, that's uh, the whole uh, flavor. What's um uh, the uh, big freedom? Big freedom. Yeah, that's the whole New Orleans flavor. And the and the person who made the track is from New Orleans. Yeah, his name Black and Mild. So that everything for the culture is like you're like God damn. Like they just what? Uh, it's like the world just take it. Yeah. What's, it what's that style of music called? It's uh, called bounce. Bounce. That's what yeah, it. That, that's what that song is. Go too. Even that. Even that. Like, that's that. That's that's what that is. Yeah. So we 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 have a hand in so much of the culture of our people that we probably have more of a hand in it than anyone else. I don't think nobody can argue with that though. Uh-huh. I'm gonna be honest with you. Now that you're sitting up here and putting it out like that, I don't yeah. think no nigga can argue with that. And I'm just talking about just in oh, the, any. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. st- you you. I, I know this sounds weird and it sounds stupid, and we just mentioned it. You think about Subway? That's just a po' boy. Yeah. Yeah. Po' boys come from New Orleans. Like we invented that shit, <laughs> we invented the po' boy. They had a fucking restaurant. They had the, you know, they got. So I don't know if y'all know this, and forgive me, because sometimes I get away from the ignorant side and the jokes, and I go to teaching a little bit. So forgive me. But railroads are normally in the hood. Y'all know why they're usually in the hood. Well, when they was building certain cities back in the day, they didn't want niggas living in the city. Yeah. But niggas didn't have no vehicles. Niggas didn't have no rides, mm-hmm. none of that. So they would build the railroads in the hood mm-hmm. so that the trains can pick them up in front of their houses or right in that area and bring them into the city. Yeah. So that's why the railroads are normally, you want you, niggas always be like, yeah, cross the track. I live right on that yeah, side. It's normally where niggas yeah. stay because that area has been so messed up because that's where niggas, that's where they started at, by the railroads. So... The railroad would bring these dudes to... It was building these buildings downtown, which we always do. Niggas build all the buildings. And they would bring them back home, bring them, bring them back home. And one day they end up working so late that they was at a restaurant and they was out back. One of the chefs seen like five or six of them out back. And was like, they was like, man, we hungry. He's like, I ain't really got nothing to eat. Like, let me see what I got in there. Took all the food... All the meats mm-hmm. had the long French bread, mm-hmm. put it on the long French bread, closed it, and wrapped it up. Po-boy came po-boy. Told the dude, hey, bring this out there to them po' boys out there. Damn. Damn. That's how the po' boy got started. <laughs> now they got Subway. Niggas never knew that either. Niggas though. never And knew now that. they got Subway. Yeah. So at the end of the day, you think about stuff like that, and you're like, damn, New Orleans really had culture. Nobody was this, all this. Nobody was really stunting before Cash Money came along. They yeah. created that bling. All they that created shit. that. Like if you and I could go down, man. Listen, I could keep going down a list over and over and over and over and over of how many people 
was really like that really started doing certain things like and it'll always date back to New Orleans like you know what I'm saying I'm just like we have a certain thing about us where we don't care like think about Ellen Ellen was the first openly gay female to to comedian from New Orleans for her to even take that step I'm sure it's the New Orleans in her to be like man I don't give a fuck like you know what I'm saying so we gotta we gotta we got a stamp on the culture that, yeah. that that nobody can deny. Nah, it's undeniable. I, I mean, it's, it's really undeniable that, you know, just, and, and my main thing, especially is the music, because you hear the music today and it all stems from New Orleans. Yeah, man, listen. And I want to get into to your music, actually. Mm-hmm, right. You know, you, you just dropped the album. Lucky Which is hilarious, because it's nothing like New Orleans. It's nothing like New Orleans. Right. That's, that's what I wanted it's to crazy. tap into. I mean, you got the accent and everything, but that New Orleans flow. See, my favorite artist uh, is, is Lil Boosie. Okay. He ain't he not New Orleans, he Louisiana though. Right, yeah, he Louisiana. But you know But that ain't but it's like down the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I already know and people sleep on him too as well. Cause a lot of these artists, I guess you could say he even <clears throat> mirrored out the Wayne somewhat, but a lot of these artists is either you see Boosie Wayne influences and all that, mm-hmm. you see the New Orleans and the music side of it. But anyway, you just drop, you know, your your uh your album, Luck in the Truck mm-hmm. and you know, me and Sco, we we don't had a time, a lot of time to digest it and just yeah. look through it and everything. <laughs> and I'm like, I was, I don't know why I was expecting that bounce music. I was expecting that yeah. that beat, that type of, you know, that shit that make you, you know, wanna, you know, dance. Not about mm-hmm. it, it wasn't a lot of that. It was more like, um, it was more like music for the women, but it was street and gritty. It had right. that that tool. That, that, is that was the plan. But I want to say this too before we I get into my actual question and digesting the music and hearing it. I want to say this too, you not no slouch. Yeah, no. I appreciate you, and, and, and I want. And the reason why I'm saying this is because you can switch flows. Mm-hmm. You got your your melody, that melodic thing mm-hmm. going for you as well. But you can switch flows. I'm hearing it. I'm like, oh, he know how to rap. You know what I'm saying? It's deeper than that. He know how to rap. What I want to ask you is, what was the influence behind that? Because I think that's that's a master plan. You know, catering to the women. So. <clears throat> Love when we talk about two things, <laughs> women and my kids. Yeah. <laughs> Since we finished with the kids, we talk about women now. So here's the thing. One, I'm not, I don't want to consider myself a just anything. When I was, uh, back in the day, my, my guy brother wanted me to be a Q-Dog and all his partners. <laughs> Man, come, come join, bro, come in. But I never wanted to be luck the Mm. Uh, man, you know what Jason with Jason, man, Jason happened. the capper. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's I never wanted. To be, I want to. Yeah. I want to be able to introduce me, and you don't have to say nothing else behind it. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And that's why. I, and I never organizations was all. I was always like kind of finicky. Like, man, I don't want to be tied to no group of people. I want to yeah. have my own individuality. Right. So when I think about the music and everything of New Orleans, I want my shit to be able to get to every woman, mm-hmm. not just women in New Orleans. Um, to touch a tiny bit on this before I finish the answer to make it make sense. Since Cash Money and No Limit, how many people have blew from New Orleans? New Orleans? Huh, I ain't seen. Well, uh, it was the one, the, the one that had passed away. Who? He was blowing. He had the song. Ah, oh, fuck. What is Gates? Like what? Now, Gates is Gates in Baton, is Baton Rouge. Rouge. Okay, okay. So he, he claimed New Young Orleans Young Greatness. Too. Young Greatness. That's, that's what I was thinking about. Young Did he greatness. blow? 
He was there. Did he had a single? He had a single. He had a single. Okay. He ain't really blow like if you compare it to Cash Money. Nah, he ain't really blow. Yeah. Young Greatness was. I'm about to tell you something about Young Greatness too, though. Mm-hmm. But so y'all can't think of nobody. Uh-huh. Nobody from the city of New Orleans blew since Cash Money and No Limit. They left. Young Greatness was in Atlanta when he blew. Yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. August Alcina left. August and blew. Alcina. How the fuck he he was gone Alcina. and he blew. Yeah. Frank Ocean was in California Ocean. when he blew. Killer. All of these Frank people Ocean? left. Yeah, I didn't know that. All these people left. You didn't know that because they left. Yeah. All these people left and blew. Nobody blew from New Orleans. Now, of all the culture I'm telling you we have, mm-hmm. of all the significant input and, and things that we, stamps and imprints that we have on the culture, especially music, how is nobody blown? Question. So the problem is my city, which I love it to death, we content. We one of them cities that as long as we beat the Falcons, we ain't got to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We just need to beat the Falcons this year. That's what we need to do. So that bounce mm-hmm. is one beat. Yeah. For 35 years mm-hmm. on every song. Still hitting. But it's one beat. Yeah. Put that on another song. That's my shit. Mm-hmm. Put it on another song. Oh, that's my shit. But it's the same exact beat. So we content. Mm-hmm. I never was in that. When people like, man, I would hear people say, man, look, I got this song, bro. Q93 is our number one radio station. I got this song. I'm trying to get it to Q93. My head would be like, shit, I'm trying to get my shit to the breakfast club. Yeah, right. yeah, like, yeah. that's cool What you, you know, Q93 is your, your shot. Do your thing. Yeah, yeah. But I'm trying to figure out how to get this bitch to the breakfast club. Yeah. And if Q93 is the route, cool, but that's not my goal. Yeah. And so they they put a, out my city, a lot of people put a ceiling on shit. And I don't. So to to answer that, my inspiration comes from I love women, yeah. but I'm an aggressive nigga. So my favorite rapper, now I don't think he's the best rapper ever, but my favorite rapper is DMX. I love the honesty in what he did. He was the first nigga to talk about having rape cases and all. He was just honest. He was just an honest nigga. Mix that with how much I love women, my favorite singer is R. Kelly. You put them niggas together, that's all that album is. Yeah. This is aggressive ass slow jam. <laughs> That's yeah. all the album is. So I didn't want to say, man, how can I get to a New Orleans woman with this album? How can I get to every yeah. woman? I want women in Paris to be able to listen to this. Yeah. And so I don't box myself in. And I don't even want people to listen. I, I want them to ask me where you from. Yeah. I don't want them to listen and be like, oh, I hear that New Orleans in this. I don't want you to be able to hear nothing in it yeah. except for good music. Can't run away from the accent, though. Yeah, I that's mean, but but that's cool though. I'm yeah. good with that. Yeah. I just don't want them to be like, this sounds like some New Orleans yeah, shit. The beats ain't New Orleans. Yeah, the yeah. nothing is New Orleans about but it. New Orleans niggas, I I mean, we go like mystical. We go to mm-hmm. all these regardless. Sometimes if you if you can't understand the language, well, some people can't. But by us being it's South, regardless mm-hmm. of what it is, whether it's fast or whatever. Niggas spit though, like they know how to rap yeah, yeah, too. Yeah. Even yeah. that, I was looking at a documentary about that bounce beat that 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 had started, and people was in the the. I'm gonna fuck this up, but the root of it is like starting in clubs. They was playing the beat mm-hmm. and everything, and yeah. this person was going against this person, and they started going uh, playing, uh, saying basically different words over the same beat. Like that that beat. <clears throat> this is what people don't understand because Big Freed is the 
biggest bounce artist we have in the world right, right now. And Big Freed is obviously a, a gay male. Mm-hmm. But he's the biggest bounce artist we got right now. And we nah. fuck with Big Freed. We won't right. care what nobody say. We right. fuck nah, with Big Freed. But Bounce started when niggas was on some real shit. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. And niggas would be like, if you're out there in them streets and uh-huh. you're looking for me, uh-huh. I'll be hustling like a dog yeah. till my knees get... That's how it started. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. and, I, and then, it, you know, it transitioned. And even when even when Juve, Juve was like, girl, you looks good. Won't you back that ass? So it was transitioning from some real nigga shit to party, some party, party shit, shit because we had we got a group there that's a legendary group um partners in crime you know slim kind of pump the pump the uh-huh. party like it was transitioning to that it was still dope we still they, you know still dance for a love it to you know let me i won't take that dick and that's niggas saying that mm-hmm. so now you it's hard to find a straight mm-hmm. male fucking with it not that's not who fucking with it, but it's hard to find a straight male that does bounce music. Yeah, you know but what I'm saying? Because of what Big Frida put on. No, nah, I'm not. I'm not, big, I'm not gonna blame Big right. Frida mm-hmm. because that's just the culture, culture of it of now. Yeah. You I know, think what it's what like saying? jazz, like you know, exactly. jazz like was previously a you know predominantly a black genre. Now, yeah. the, now like in the 21st century, yes, yeah, people yeah, ain't smoke. fucking with no mm-hmm. jazz like that. You know what I'm saying? They listen to old shit, but it's like. When your art evolves, you know, the territory changes. It, it, absolutely. Absolutely. Funny story. You know who taught Biggie how to rap? That. Dude from New Orleans. It was the DJ. He was a DJ, right? What? I don't know if he was a DJ, but uh, dang, I did a song for this dude. He's an older guy. But he taught Biggie cadences. He taught Biggie everything he knows about rap. He used to go Crazy. to him every... If you look at the documentary, you'll see it on Netflix. It's a rap, the rap documentary, right? This yeah. Was, oh, the Biggie, you told he, the Biggie. The Biggie documentary, the one he just did. He used to go to him every day after school on the steps. That dude was from New Orleans. He taught Biggie how to rap. Yo, it's crazy. Like I feel like honestly, Tupac wouldn't have been the artist he was if he didn't if he wasn't originally from the East. You know, that's like a he sin. wouldn't have been. Like because he's saying that East Coast swag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. that's a sin to say. They're like, he, no, he Cali, he Cali. I'm like, no, dog. No, nah, if he, he was from Cali, but, he that, would not but be the that good guy. thing about him was he had both. Right, he was both. That exactly. was that's probably the best thing about him that he was there and there. Exactly, so, I love that about him. Yeah, I want to ask you about like your influences in music. It seemed like I mean, you know, you got the the major people from from Louisiana period. We ain't just gonna even say New Orleans, but you got all these people you can name of who who honestly done influenced the culture like crazy, like crazy. Mm-hmm. But it seemed like you more like influenced from old school. People. Yeah, yeah. You know, that so like so DMX, my favorite rapper. I was mystical, even though it's like a brother to me. I still grew up on him. Like, who is this nigga? Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? He was just cold to me. Um, Jada Kiss, Smoke, more up north rappers mm-hmm. that I really, as far as rap goes. But I listen to rap. It's gotta be like right now. I and even right, even a little bit before this, it's gotta be like. Some some real vibe, right? Like it's got to be Mo three, uh, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. It got to be some kind of like. Hear that real shit. I ain't yeah. used to. That's not the shit. I would like DMX songs, but I would always go to the like, you know what I'm saying? What type of games are being played? It's got to be like some real like. Real. It can't. When he used to get real aggressive and barking shit, I could only listen to it once yeah. a day. Yeah. I gotta get past that shit because that's just I didn't like that type of music. Right. But like Michael Jackson, um, uh. 
the temptation. Like, them type of people I used to always go and ask my... Man, I got a record player in my house. My daughter got a record player upstairs. Like, I just like that old school vibe and all that shit. My favorite genre is country music because it's honest. Like, rap is not yeah, honest. A lot of times. Yeah. No, Most of the time. no, 99.9% of the time. You got six dudes rapping about these two Bugattis that they only made two of. <laughs> bro, I tell him that all the time. Are, I'm you like, know it's like they, they rap is not honest, bro. You see them, you see them going broke two, three years after they didn't put out no singles, and you like, damn, I thought you had, you know, what I'm saying, I thought you, you know, what I'm saying, and then it's like, man, you, man, I did this, and you know, what I'm saying, I'm not gonna, I, mean, I ain't gonna speak on that, but they, <laughs> they talk about how, you know, oh, I'm a gangster, I'm this, that, right. man, it, how we watched you grow up in front of the camera. That shit just sailed for some you reason. You mean tell me you was doing all that killing? I told him capping is so important to hip-hop culture. Listen, bro. <laughs> you was doing all that killing for the past five years mm-hmm. while you was a big celebrity and nobody knew it was you killing niggas? It's impossible. Like, that. You that's not possible. Yeah. However, you take a country song, a nigga will tell you, I lost my wife, I lost <laughs> my dog, I lost my house, I lost the kids, but yep. I still got my truck. Yeah. Yeah, and nigga, tell you that right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, straight up. And you be like, damn, this sad, but it's true. Mm-hmm. You know how many niggas is losing their entire family from doing one dumb mistake? It's crazy. And they spend their night at the club or at this or at that. That's the same thing with country music. They just spending their night at the bar. Yeah. That's how it is. They Blue. honest, my nigga. Yeah. They don't care. Rap, niggas is not honest. Oh, I got six bitches in the house and mm-hmm. we going crazy. No, nigga, you married with three kids. <laughs> and that's and where you at. And you don't do no drugs. Like, what are you talking about? So, you know what I'm saying? You got people, you got people who, Drake said a line that I'll never forget. He said, um, I might go to my high school reunion just to make him go through security clearance. The fact is, he can do that. If he go to high school, if he tell his high school reunion, I'm going to come, but everybody got to go through metal detectors. They going to put them bitches up for him to come. And then his next line was, you know it's real when you are who you think you are. Yeah. Because I might think I'm here and I'm really here. Yeah. But then again, I might think I'm here and I'm really here. Right. But when you know who you are and you are that person, I have to tell I don't mind. I'm like, I'm transparent. I don't mind. We just had a conversation in the car and they could tell you because they're sitting right there yesterday. I'm letting them know I'm not as big as y'all might think I am. Mm-hmm. I'm not as big as other people might. I know where I'm at. I know who I can reach and who I can't reach. I know that it might not make sense to do this because I ain't that big yet. Yeah. Talent-wise, <laughs> I know where I'm at. Right. I know I'm here. Other people might be like, oh, he here. Now, you ain't seen nothing. Nigga, I'm up here. Yeah. But when it comes to notoriety-wise, it might be like, oh, you got some... Nigga, I'm here, nigga. Like, let's be honest. You know, I get in the booth and start singing. It's like, man, do this. I can't hit that note. Because I know I'm, you know, you know I am who yeah. I know I am. Yeah. And and that's the difference in, you know what I'm saying? People, if you don't know who you are and if you don't, you got to fit that mold. You got to be in rap. You got to be what, you know, oh, man, I did this and I did. No, you didn't, nigga. Just tell us who you are. Right. Like, this is this is a world where Takashi can snitch and have rainbow hair <laughs> and do whatever he want and still win. Still win which yeah. tells you right there that you can be whatever you want right now. Lil Nas X is a gay, black, male, 
with a country hit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you think you have to fit a mold today, you're an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. If you think you have to step out and, man, I got to look this way. Yeah. I Nigga, he's wearing Adidas with no shirt on, riding a horse <laughs> with a cowboy hat on, rapping in the middle of the projects. If you feel like you have, man, I got to wear this. I got to wear 10 chains. and trip. My grandma, this is my grandma in here. Where's the piece of my grandma in here? This, this is her ashes, right? That's why I wear shit like this. My shit don't be gaudy and all that. You know what I'm saying? I wear this just because I like it. But mm-hmm. this shit, my grandma wears, uh, it's, I don't know, fuck. It's, you know how that shit go. They might have lied. It might be ashes <laughs> from another nigga. Fuck, I don't know. Might be a nigga. Might be some ashes that they just burnt in the, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, nigga yeah. toenail or something. I don't fucking right, know. Right, right, but right. this this shit be sentimental to me. Right, yeah. My other set is a gold set, and it's a picture of my daughter. Like, that's just, I'm not trying to be this nigga, that nigga. You know, niggas like, man, you doing you doing shows for just women. Are you doing an album? Yeah, nigga. Because I'm not trying to be you niggas. I want to be who I want to be. Yeah. Do you feel it? in there yeah. as well. I feel like uh, like the uh, the theater and rap is a double edged sword. Like for example, you can be who you whoever you want to be, but at the same time, you can be whoever you want to be. Meaning you can cap, or you can actually be that character and become that character along the way. I think that's a good and a bad thing. But here's the thing: when you become that character, it depends on what character it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, I hear, I hear, <laughs> I had this conversation. My damn phone won't stop ringing. I had this conversation. Um, Niggas was like, man, Tupac wasn't really like that. Me and my partner had this conversation all the time. Man, he got thug life tatted on his stomach, and he wasn't really like that. Mm-hmm. Like, nigga, he went to jail for a few years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but he only went to jail. Cause he shot, nigga. He, sh- he jumped out and shot at the police, my nigga. Police. What else he need to do to show you he gangster? <laughs> well, yeah. But even when the niggas be like, think about this. If a nigga say, man, he ain't living like that. Man, he ain't... Man, such and such, I, I, you niggas have these conversations. Man, such and such robbed a nigga last night, went in the apartment and shot, and 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 the nigga face be on the TV or whatever, and he'd be like, man, look at this nigga, man, this nigga was lame. He ain't really like that. How not? At what point, <laughs> once he went in their house, shot him, tried to steal their shit, ran from the police, at what point? Who's he not living like? Because to me, <laughs> nah, that entire time I think the street cred like is valid at that point. <laughs> I think he got point, it. He is ext- <laughs> he is one thousand percent living like that. Yeah, right. he, he, not, he not it, because because the it's 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 like the stupidest thing in the world would be to say, and this is what they're saying: he not living like niggas who really run in houses and shoot people. Well, he really ran yeah. in the house and shot somebody. Like, Tupac really was spitting on cameras. Tupac really was bringing 30 niggas and jumping and beating up directors. Mm-hmm. Tupac was really hopping out shooting at the police. Mm-hmm. He was really raising his shirt up saying thug life. Mm-hmm. He was really, you know, saying whatever he wanted on camera. He was really that. sticking the fingers in the courtroom. Mm-hmm. He was really doing shit that you would think a nigga who didn't give a fuck would do. We, mm-hmm. You was really doing shit that you think a menace to society, a nigga who screamed thug life would do. As He's looking, this is what thugs do. How is he not a thug? Yeah. Yeah. And if you gonna be that, we don't know if that was always in his plan mm-hmm. or if he was acting. Mm-hmm. But at some point he became that. He became that. Became Obviously. That. Because yeah. there's always a fine line and a level you won't go. 
give you a prime example. I'm not saying from none of us. I'm just saying in general. You can play like you gay mm-hmm. to get, man, I'm a, man, dude, dude acting like he like me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see if I can get this big screen TV cheaper for me. Yeah. So I'm going to just play along with it. It's gonna come a time <laughs> where you're gonna have to shut that shit off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get a nigga my number. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> nigga want me to come over. All right. Now what? What you gonna do? Yeah, I was chilling with the nigga, man. It's a 75 inch, cuz. It's Oscar time now. <laughs> Let's do it. You got a before. Where the limit? You you did? What's your limit? Yeah, nah, so up. it's the same thing yeah. with Tupac. Yeah. It's like, hey. It's going to come a time. He was sitting in that car and watched them niggas getting beat up. That was his moment to say, oh, shit. I got to go live this shit. I either got to hop out mm-hmm. and shoot at these niggas. A nigga he didn't know, by the way. Mm-hmm. He jumped out and went to shooting at them niggas, and he never knew that dude. Mm-hmm. Grabbed that dude. He could sat in the car if he wasn't like that. Yeah. So my thing is, you don't have to cap today. Where there's more capping. You don't have to. But if you want to be that, go be that. Because you can. But if you don't want to be that, don't be that. Because you don't have to. Niggas just still feel like they got to do this and got to do that. And I just, it, it's, it's baffling to me. People are like, why they do that? I don't know why. I thought they just in love with the character of yeah. Man, niggas is just in a world of fake mm-hmm. shit. Real shit is the weird shit. Yeah, that's crazy. In a world of fake shit, the real shit is the weirdest shit. You see a nigga doing some regular shit, and you think he's weird. Why that nigga sitting there reading a the book? Nigga get clowned for having a job. I, I I saw nigga. We was in the car. My nieces was laughing because the dude in the gas station was reading the newspaper. <laughs> I'm like, what y'all laughing at? He reading the newspaper. <laughs> I'm like, what's, what's, I don't get what's funny about that. It's a newspaper. He can literally go to Google. And, just, and I'm like, no. But in a world of where everything is just instant. Yeah. No, this, this, gonna, this is going to be the dumbest generation. You think so? It's go, bro, type, type idiosyncrasy uh-huh. in the phone. Uh, that's the movie, you know how to right? spell it? Uh, nah. But it's going to spell it for you. It's going to spell it for me. So you never know how to spell it. Man, that's some shit In life. In life. Hey, I need you to... Y'all live in the same place? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, check this out. The next time y'all say y'all coming to New Orleans, Uh cut your phones off and get there. (laughs) I'm fucked up. I'm fucked up. (laughs) I'm fucked up. I got to get on a plane or something. Children are smarter now, right? Because they have this. Yeah. They have more information with this than anybody ever had, ever. Mm-hmm. I'm going to push back a little bit. I think dumb people are dumber than ever before, but I think smart people are smarter than ever before. They're smarter than ever before because they actually Technology. use the information. Mm. They're dumber than ever before because they use the what they use for the information. Right. So... Idiosecrecy when when you start di- typing it in, you ain't got type. You can just say it. You can just say it, right? <laughs> but somebody who wants to learn it is gonna come. Is gonna figure out what the definition is. Is gonna, you know, what I'm saying, to try to put it, it in the head. And, but somebody who don't care, I just need it for this one thing I'm about to do. Boom, boom. How do you spell it? Oh fuck! I just said that the other day on my phone. So it's it's like a, 
I'm telling you, bro, like this world is nothing's real. What Everything think, is fake. What do you think will come of it though? What? The the fact that kids rely so much on technology and things like that. What what will come of this? They they they're gonna they're gonna build or do something, my opinion. They're gonna build or do something that is going to have a serious effect on human population. Because we rely so much on I don't know no children that can cook food or make a meal without some type of air fryer or you know yeah. what I'm saying microwave or yeah. hey yeah. listen do you niggas know how to and I know a lot of people don't I do because my family from the from from the country but you niggas know how to make a... I mean, my daughter had this conversation the other day. You know how to make a, a fire? Mm-hmm. No. Do you know how to plant a seed and grow apples or grow... Yeah, you just put the seed in the ground. No, you got to let it sit. You got to do this. You get some... You know what I'm saying? You. I was trying to teach her, like, you can shit. Like, obviously, we wouldn't just do it, but you can shit, save your shit for a minute, plant it, put the seed in it because, you know, you need the feces and all that type of shit. But what would happen if... A main computer shut down for everything. What would happen if the internet shut down today? Uh, chaos. Chaos. In 24 hours, like, pretty much all our infrastructure is done for. Yeah. Yeah. Everything. Because how much money you got? However much it is, it's in the bank. Yeah. And the moment that shit pop back up, it's like control all delete. Hey, bro, I had $10 million in the bank. I don't believe you, cuz. What you gonna do? Argue with him? <laughs> you gotta get in line. Uh, Seventy million other niggas arguing with him. Yeah. Yeah. So I think what's gonna happen is they're gonna build something that nope, they already do it. They believe anything this shit say. Yeah. Anything yeah. this shit say, they believe it. You know it's crazy you say that shit because I'm looking up on I'm looking on Instagram this morning. I guess this shit was like from a movie or something like that, right? I'm looking at this shit, and I seen, like, where, like, a missile or something hit the moon and blew that shit up. Mm-hmm. Like, and I swear to God, for a second, I just thought, like, damn, is this shit real? Right. Like, just for a second. It's crazy, bro. It's crazy. Like, I be, t- I be, man, listen, I tell people all the time, man, they, people inbox me, and they make, I mean, I can't believe you wrote me back. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, why wouldn't I? I'm human. Why, yeah, <laughs> why, I, why would I have a DM if I didn't write you? Yeah, yeah but you know how, you know, y'all, be, and they, they lump us in cattle, you know how y'all be, y'all don't really be talking. I'm like, man, listen. The motherfuckers got a minute to yeah. show you their life. One minute. And they can redo it over and over and over and over and over. I can step out of a beautiful fucking house. And I can say, thank God, look what you did for me. I just knew all I had to do was pray and keep my eyes on the prize. And post that picture. I ain't say it was my house. I ain't say I just moved in. I'm going to get 10,000 likes and 600 comments of congratulations on your new home. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. but And it's that's two seconds of me just taking a picture because it's a big facade. That's why there's filters. That's why all that shit matter. All that shit. I don't, you know what? I'm going to make sure you prettier. You don't have to be fine no more. We're going to inject you. You don't have to be smart no more. We're going to give you a phone to type in whatever you want to type. You don't have to, you know what I'm saying? You don't have to under your clothes. You don't have to be built like this no more. We're going to give you something to suck all that shit in. Like everything is made to nobody has to deal with anything and go through anything so they don't have no reason 
to to not be controlled by whatever they're going to be put in front of them. Because there's going to be something put in front of people. I tell my daughter all the time, hey, when your children come, something's going to be put in front of them that they're not going to know how to deal with because y'all are so reliant on the Internet. And I'm part of the problem. I understand that. But at least I know how. You know, you could throw me in the jungle right now. I know how I got videos on my page, me making wooden sticks and spears and, you know, uh, lighting fire and shit. That, I like that type of shit. I love woods. Mm-hmm. So you can't, most motherfuckers, you, 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 you take away lights, electricity, you take away all that shit from them right now. Out of here! I'm done be, they, Yeah, You'd be like, man, I gotta figure <laughs> out who gonna who gonna eat and who gonna. Do. All right, yeah. let me show you. Real quick, Keenan, you gotta give us the time, player. What's the time on the camera? Oh, we got 29 minutes. Yeah, you gotta let us know. Give us the time. Uh, I sent you that text. Shit, man. Yeah, fresh, <laughs> fresh. You gotta give us the time. That's fresh, it's first day. He's I'm doing texting. a good job on his first day. He's doing a great job. That's why I've been texting. You gotta give me the time and shit. <laughs> But, uh, no, I, I really want to get back to your music real All right, quick. All right, cool. Because I, I, the reason I asked you about earlier, your influences, right? Because that my, I'm going to tell you, I got uh, two songs that I fuck with. One, the one, I think it's Wrong Text, where you, you sample Usher. On, on mm-hmm. That's my shit. I fuck with that. Appreciate and that. I also fuck with Future the one. Uh, I fuck with the Future uh, Wilson, too. I fuck <laughs> with the Future <laughs> Wilson. But the one I'm talking about, damn, uh, you know that uh, UGK sample, the same thing is hey, you everything I need. That joint right there. The Jodeci sample. The, okay, it's the Jodeci mm-hmm. sample. See, I didn't know that. I just knew from UGK. Song, yeah. The X Love song. Mm-hmm. I fuck with that one as well. Um, so, and, and listening to them, it seemed like a, a big part of the way you do shit. All right, I always like rappers who, that's why I fuck with, especially the early booster. That's why I fuck with him so much because he's telling stories about what he see when he walk outside and what's going on. From your perspective, you sitting now, you telling stories, you painting a picture of what's going on at night. Actually, from start to finish, because even at the end, I noticed you hit him, hit him with the like, "Where you going?" and all of that. Mm-hmm. I caught that, right? So, uh, <clears throat> is that something that you consciously do, or that's just your writing process going in? I'm just well, story. everything I do creatively is a visual because nowadays everything is visual. Mm-hmm. So anything I do, I want it to be visual. You know what I'm saying? I'm writing a book right now, and then as a, each chapter is going to have its own video. You know what I'm saying? Like, everything I do is going to be visual. So when I write, last night I did a song. It was a Sesame Street song. It's, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like the Sesame Street theme and all that shit. And it's like, can you tell me how to get how to get me out of these streets? Yeah, yeah. But the whole thing, I'm painting the picture of me sitting on the block. You know what I'm saying? And just... You know, rapping little lines, you know what I'm saying? And trying to trying to put it in your head, like, you know what I'm saying? To, to, and I don't know, I don't know how to make it make sense, but I don't, I don't hear things all the time. I see things. Damn. So a lot of times, even with the, the, the voiceovers, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Street talk. The street the talks. Yeah. It's easy for me to do that. Because when I see those people, I see the conversation. Yeah, you already yeah. See. I got you. I get exactly. I already what you mean. see that conversation. Yeah. I know what Straight they're up. saying. Yeah. Even if they not nowhere near talking saying about that. that. Yeah. To me, I have to put. I'm one of them niggas. Like I gotta close my eyes when I rise sometimes because if I see it, I'll be like, "Fuck, what was they talking about?" Yeah. And you know how you sometimes you drive past. I know everybody done did it. Yeah. Don't lie. Now you drive past and you see a fine chick, but you don't see her face. 
and you a car be done passed, like, you be like, fuck, I ain't get to see how pretty she is. <laughs> <laughs> and you just drive off like, fuck, I wonder if she was pretty. Yeah. I'm making a you. Turn around. Turn around. I got you. <laughs> I have to. Yeah, yeah. Because it's this moment. me two miles down the road. <laughs> you gotta know. Was that bitch pretty or not? Yeah, yeah. Like, wake, what is going wake on? Wake up five years later like, what right? was she like? <laughs> exactly. You gonna see a black t-shirt and a dress. I remember the bitch on the interstate walking. It had the same outfit on. What she <laughs> was probably a never know if she was pretty or not. Might have been a man. Yeah. I need to know to myself. So I busted you. I'm that type of dude. Like my my visual, it's weird, but my visuals have to be like they have to be out. They have to be regurgitated yeah. some way. I have to see head. everything yeah. I need to see, if that makes sense. So when I'm writing a song, it's like, you know what I'm saying? It like last night in the song, I said, um, I said, uh, like the dudes, the the, the dudes that they used to be cracking quarterbacks, now they crack buyers. Mm. One car ride turn a nigga from Jeremy Lin to Lin Bias. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Like you can see it. Like yeah. oh, I can imagine a nigga playing football. Now he's buying crack, right. and now in one phone, you know, it one one car ride, you get and you in the hood, you get the wrong nigga in the car. Yeah, he gonna offer you something. Or he gonna make you do something. I was lucky. I had niggas who, well, I was lucky earlier, but I had niggas who's like, man, get off the block. Go inside. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I was lucky in that sense. My paw was real heavy and had some shit going on, but, you know, he, he, we just did what the fuck he said. But, like, the, the niggas who was around my age, like, nah, get off the block. Like, go inside. Don't, don't, you know what I'm saying? Don't fuck with that. But other niggas be like, here, fuck with that. Why, man? It's gonna relax. It's gonna calm you. Fuck your whole situation up. So, right. yeah. So that's why for me, I'm like, you know, I, I paint, I paint a picture because I want you to see it. Because when you see it, it's just better. Yeah. That's two pieces of art. Yeah. You can hear it and see it. That's why I like the storytelling aspect <clears throat> of music. Yeah. Is whenever a person telling the story, I enjoy that for that reason because I can sit and paint the picture in my head. A lot of the times, whether I'm running on a treadmill or whatever. That's what I do. I close my eyes and envision what's going on in the story piece right. by piece as that person telling the story. That's the only type of rap I like. Yeah. yeah. And then I like for the women to be able to listen to it and be like, oh, that's what he'll do? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Picture this. You give it to him. I told T, I said, this nigga freaked out like ah, me, yeah, bro. I like this around. shit. <laughs> bro. Listen. No limit. No limit. No limit. <laughs> I tell God tell a woman in the heartbeat, as long as you don't touch my ass, we good. Nah, we just had the one one uh, girl You can do whatever oh, you missed want. It. You missed yeah, the I one chick that was in here. Seen. We had the one girl on the podcast earlier. She was like real big in a like female dominatrix and all of that. I'm out all that shit. Yeah. Tie me up. What you want? <laughs> yeah. What you want, man? One hundred percent. Like I'm when niggas be like, Oh no, I'm nasty. I'll be looking at niggas like he ain't nasty. Yeah. <laughs> You vanilla. Don't lie to you, girl. You vanilla. Yeah. And I can tell. And then chicks be like, oh, I'm nasty. Okay. How nasty if you are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you think so. Yeah. It's like, no, nah, I'm nasty. I watch porn. A lot of motherfuckers be basic as hell, though. Man, yeah. listen. And then they'll tell you they nasty. But then everything is so relevant. You know what I'm saying? Like, like my cousin, them, they got good hair. Mm-hmm. But... When they stand next to a Chinese person, they shit is snappy. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's relative. Yeah, that's relative. Like, you know what I'm saying? Hey, you fast? Yeah, with niggas that I run with. Yeah. You put me with them niggas in the Olympics, 
you know, I it's crazy. Slow as fuck. It's, it's crazy you said you brought up relativity. I feel like you know that that plays a big part in so many different things. Like for example, like marriage. I feel like the coming. Like some people had this idea they should wait uh, wait for marriage until they try something because like. If McDonald's is the only restaurant you've ever been in, McDonald's is the best restaurant. Right. It's what we was taught, though, bro. Everything we've been taught, there's a fine line between t- truth and fact. Right? What co- def- I just need y'all to give me the f- quickest answer. You got two seconds to answer. What color is vanilla? White. Okay. That's the truth. Right? The truth is that vanilla is white. That's because that's what we've been taught. Right. A vanilla bean starts off brown. That's a fact. It's not fucking white. <laughs> it's kind of what I, I I call it the. Uh, purple, See what I'm saying? I call it the purple shirt theory. Um, I I say that if you grew up your whole life seeing people only wear purple shirts. Then when you sit out and you see somebody wearing something other than a purple shirt, that's weird or that's foreign to you. Yeah. That you know how. Cr- Let me tell you how crazy this shit is. <clears throat> Retirement parties, mm-hmm. right? When do you get a retirement party? Retire like age okay. sixty-five or whatever. all right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, trying to see what else. Uh, championship. Mm-hmm. When do you get a championship parade? Whenever you win the championship. Why the fuck do we have a reception right after the wedding? <laughs> <laughs> That's you ain't even succeeding in marriage yet. <laughs> yeah, nah. And I and I was and I said that over and over like, hey, we didn't do shit yet. Why why you got a reception? We haven't won yet. We ain't in We haven't apart, but you ain't succeeding nothing yet. I nigga. Never think about it like nah, that. You shit, didn't do shit, shit, shit yet, my nigga. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like what what are you what are you what are you what are you really celebrating? Right. Well, I'm celebrating the fact that we just got married. No, nigga, just, you, you have a party. Mm. Right. Just have a party. Right. But for y'all to go all out for this reception, you didn't do shit. Nah. Here's what I think should happen. A reception should happen five years later. I was about to say exactly five years. I'm like, yeah. okay, you confirmed it. My because reception is five years. Because once you made it to five years, you pretty much probably going to make it, make it a, yeah. a nice little, nice little way, yeah. if not the whole way. Mm. But five years? Okay, we lasted five years. Let's have a big celebration with all the people. And, you know, let's celebrate our union. Mm-hmm. But you celebrate in a union 45 minutes after the union. You're not, what do you celebrate? Yeah. The fact that we united? Yeah. We don't even know if we good united for real just now. This shit might not last two weeks. Right. So real. we don't know if it's real yet. I can't tell my daughter, my daughter's 17. I know she's going to be 18. I ain't celebrating that shit on her 17th birthday. <laughs> I know you're going to turn 18, yeah. but I'm not going to say, you know, uh, put a 17 and an 18 on a fucking cake. Yeah, nah, that's true. Or I ain't going to, with the day she born, why we don't throw a fucking party then? Why, why is there no... You ever had a birthday party? You ever had a birthday party? You ever had a birthday yeah. party? But you've never had a birthday party. You niggas ain't have a party on your birthday. When you when you when you came into this world, there wasn't no party. There wasn't no party. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah. Your birthday didn't have a party. Ain't right? Yeah, nah. That, does that even make sense? Now, think about it. But does that even make sense? <laughs> <laughs> think about it. Yeah. I'm throwing you a birthday party. Yeah, yeah. 
But you don't get no party that day. You don't get nothing. That's the nor do you get one that week, nor do you get one that month. You got to wait a whole fucking oh, yeah. year. But you motherfuckers <laughs> get married and get a party in 45 minutes? Yeah. Yeah. That's Interesting. Bro, they changed my whole perspective. So it's yeah. just, we, but it's what we talk, bro. It's what we... <laughs> like, listen, and then, like I said, everything is relative. It's all in who says it. Mm-hmm. I have women there who we have debates, and I'm like, listen. Well... Do you think you're supposed to be married? Well, the Bible say yeah. that, and then when they do that, I'm like, listen, everything's good. If you can stop now, uh-huh. and we can cut this off, or I'm going to let you keep going, and then you got to live that. Well, no, because the Bible say a man that finds a woman, a wife, finds a good thing. That's true. Solomon is the one who said that in the Bible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Solomon had 400 wives. So I'm 399 down. <laughs> so let me go get 399. Since we talking about and their, res- and their response is, oh no, you're not about to have hold on. So you agree with what Solomon say, but you don't agree with how Solomon lived. Let's go by the text. We're going by the text. You can't go by that then. You either gonna live this or you not gonna live it. Exactly. And and in any nigga with 400, anything is gonna tell you having one of those is a good thing. Why wouldn't he? He's got 400 of them. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. You see a nigga, I got a bunch of jerseys. Niggas like, I'm going to tell niggas, man, you know it's a good thing to wear, huh? Jerseys. <laughs> I got 400 of them. Fuck. You know it's a good thing to wear, huh? What? Hats, nigga. You should get as many hats as possible. Exactly. Like, but, they, but, but see, it's relative. It helps women when they can pick that part of the Bible mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. But it don't help women when they find out who said it and why they said it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. When the, when the, you know what? That's a whole, I mean, I could, listen. Hey, 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 hey. Listen. I'm this, glad we started. No, 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 no. But this is what I'm saying. Fire away. Because <laughs> that's another piece that I have to explain to people. And I'm listen. I, I ain't, I'm a one woman man. Right. Like that's just me. Yeah. As nasty as I am, as I've done all that other shit. So I'm a one woman man. However, when they like, can you really love more than one? Listen, 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 listen. Don't look me in my face and tell me I have to have a mother and a father, so I have to love two parents. I have to have six siblings, and you look me in my face and say, you better love them all equally. Mm-hmm. And then I have to have a son and a daughter, and I say, you know what? I might love my son more than my daughter. You know what? I might love my daughter more than my son. You can't say that. You got to love them equally. Why the fuck do I have to love two women, and I can only love one and not the other? Mm-hmm. How does my heart know that that's a woman, and I shouldn't love her? But you bitches turn around and say the heart want what the heart want. If the heart wants what the heart wants, how do I have equal love amongst parents, equal love amongst siblings, equal love amongst children, equal love amongst friends, equal love amongst whoever, but I'm not supposed to love equally amongst women when, in fact... Everything we have, we can have more of one. You got four grandparents. <laughs> you got a big vehicle when you want to bring everybody, and you got a little vehicle when you just want to chill by yourself. Mm-hmm. You got a numerous amounts of everything. She might be a great woman. We just don't have good sex. We might have great sex. She's just not a good woman. Why, why am I only supposed to have just that? That makes no sense to me. Yeah. However... Society tells us now, society tells us now that we are only supposed to be with one woman because the Bible says a man who finds a wife finds a good thing from a nigga who had 400 wives. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, and I just look at it like, "Mm, all right, 
so so let's all just get advice from a pimp. <laughs> right, 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 right. Let's just Real let's talk. just do that. Real talk. That but, makes uh, sense. But I do want to. He knows how to handle women. Can I pick your brain a little more on the little marriage dichotomy? Yeah, come on. What do you? you think? Let me ask you something, brother. Are you thinking about proposing? No, 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 no. I'm always downplaying marriage. Yeah, like, he people, just don't fuck with marriage. I don't like marriage. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> I love people a lot, but mm-hmm. I, when, I, when people say, I'm about to get married, I'm be like, I, I always say, why? Because mm-hmm. I love her. So what you want to ask me? Okay, do you feel like marriage is even necessary? Um, It's relative. I feel like marriage is necessary for, for those people who, it's going to sound crazy, but think about it before you respond. I feel like marriage is necessary for those people who feel like marriage is necessary. If you don't care about marriage, then a person can spend their life with you and not marry you and be happy. Mm. But if someone cares that much about marriage, you can't fully have all of them and be happy with them because you're not marrying them. So in their mind, they saying, this nigga ain't never going to marry me. <laughs> so you're never going to have them the way they want to be. Mm-hmm. So they're never going to be happy. So in that sense, yes, I feel like marriage is necessary for the people who feel like marriage is necessary. If you got two people who never want to get married, they can be as happy as shit and die together. Stepman and Oprah. But to me, that's two, marriage. But you, got, but you got two people that do want to get married, they can be as happy as shit and die together. It's that simple. But if you got a motherfucker that want to be married and a motherfucker that don't want to be married, you're going to continuously fight over that. So is it necessary in that relationship? Yes. Is it necessary in a relationship where two people don't want to be married? No. It's all, it's all relative. Everything, is rel- everything in this world is relative. Yeah. Every single thing in this world is relative. 100%. Is this heavy? No. Give it to my son. He's three months. He's going to drop it every, every two minutes. Mm-hmm. Because it's heavy to him. So everything is relative, and I don't think when people ask me questions, I start to I think relativity at that moment because I don't want to answer and just blurt out anything. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Oh, blah blah blah. Hey, you fuck good? Yes. But you ask a porn star, she might be like, mm, Yeah, he's all right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, like right, I've right. had 87 more better. Yeah. Everything is relative, so you know what I'm saying. That's that's just and that's just my so for marriage. Do now you asking me? Do I think? Yeah, I'm asking you. Do I think marriage marriage is? If I'm with a woman and she wants to be married, I think in that situation, if that's who I want to be with, if that's who I really want to be with, then yes, I think it makes sense. I like that answer. I like that answer a lot. But if she don't give a fuck, I'm like, well, shit, I don't give a fuck. (laughs) But 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 you have to understand, every action has a reaction. If if today or tomorrow, see, everything is binded by a contract. If you don't have no contracts, you, you, and I'm speaking just you in general, you as a person, if I told you today, hey, bro, I'm, I'm on my way up, cuz. We got TV shows, we got music, we got, let me get 25000 bro, and I'm going to shoot you back 20% of everything I make. First thing you're going to say, if you bout it, is what? Put it in right. So how the fuck can that woman think that you serious about the relationship when you don't want to put, put it in right? Shit crazy. Oh. Hey, brother, I'm just a messenger. 
So you feel like marriage begins when you put it in right? I feel like anything begins when you put it in right, nigga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, now there's laws that say if you live with somebody for seven years, y'all, that's a common law marriage. Yeah. Yeah. Nigga, she's afforded everything that you get. But again, that's just a law. But that's still a law. You can't get out of that. That law is in writing somewhere, so you can't get out of that. Laws is stupid anyway, but yeah, you yeah. still have to follow them. Right, right, right. You yeah. paying tax on tax that you already paid tax on. Exactly. So you know what I'm saying? You still got to follow that shit. Uh, Kenny, you gotta give us time on the camera, bro. Uh, Ten minutes. <clears throat> oh, I gotta keep asking you that. <laughs> Trying to figure out uh, should he propose? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're thinking about marriage. <laughs> hey, listen, show me with your hands. Not on. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. But uh, that's and it's crazy that you say that you really giving game right now too. Yeah. I'm gonna say that a lot of game because uh, my uh, you know, before me and the mother of my child decided that we are gonna go ahead and just co-parent and try that out, mm-hmm. like um, we had a whole discussion about, and it's it's just basically what you said, just different words. Like a lot of the times we went into the situation on some shit like these are uh, uh, our beliefs are facts. Mm-hmm. We went in and you said it's, re- it's our relative. It's our relative. We went into these situations just thinking like, no, what I believe, I believe marriage, I believe this, I believe that. You you saying you believe it, but in actuality, you treat it as if it's a fact. Yeah. And we, we went into that. So that, now nah, you really giving game with that. Yeah, man. Right? Everything is, man, listen. You find a motherfucker who parents ain't been married ever and they fool around and grow up and be the happily, most happily mm-hmm. married people in the world. You find people who... Parents have been married their whole life, and they grow up and be biggest hoes. Like, you just, you know what I'm saying? You just everything is relative to what they've learned, to what situations they've been in, and what's beneficial to you. People don't do nothing that's beneficial to them no more. They do stuff beneficial to everybody around them. And if you was drowning and I had to save you, I'm coming save you, bro, yeah. until I start drowning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then... There's only one person in that ward I care about. And it's no disrespect to you, but there's only one person in that ward I care about. So when you start thinking to yourself, how can I save this nigga by not putting myself in danger? That's the same way you got to look at everything in life. How can I do this with her? How can I co-parent with her? How can I be with her? How can I have a relationship with her? How can I do this without it affecting me in a negative way? Right, we don't do that. Yeah. We don't. I'm I'm battling it as we speak. Like I feel like my son's mother is an excellent woman who I feel like she's she deal with things. I deal with things. We all deal with things, and I feel like I want to be there to go through things with her, to be there to help her, and I'll put myself on the back burner for it. But again, that's relative because I'm the type of person who wants to see people happy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's just me. I tell this clown all the time. He don't, they, they bring the receipt around. They bring the check around. It's one separate or together. I look at him. If he don't say nothing, I'm like, together. And I'm just going to pay for it. This is years. If I don't say nothing, separate. <laughs> <laughs> nigga don't never say together. And I'm talking about it could be nine of us, nigga. I'm, you know, I used to take him to eat. And it'd be 16 of us every single Thursday. I would bring the dudes that work for me out every Thursday to Hooters. 16 of y'all. And pay for everything. And then we, you know, we go out, me, together. Him, separate. Separate. 
I got a partner like that named Noah, so he my cousin too. I got a cousin actually, just like that. <laughs> so Noah. and then, and then so for me it's just like that's you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Everything is relative, bro. It's yeah. like that's it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nah, I feel that. I feel that. So uh, I guess my question is to you is because I, I ask you this. I'm always looking. How old are you? I'm 32. 32. So, you know, from from the street sense, we would call you like an OG. We would put put you. A lot of niggas try to call me an OG. My brain is like, OG. I've yeah. been OG since 19. Right. So I'm gonna ask you this, and I always love getting game from older people or people. Period. Actually, because mm-hmm. you can learn anything from anyone, and that's why immediately my in first contact with you, I ask like, man, how can we get better? How can we make ourselves better? How can we do this? Oh, you talking about in the DM? In the DM, right? Yeah. Um, I guess my question is to you, moving, and you told me consistently, just keep posting. You actually said that earlier. I guess mm-hmm. moving forward, what's what's the next steps for you to just keep getting better? To just keep going. You're going to get, get better whether you get better or whether you fail. Same with practicing in the gym, like you said earlier. So you're going to get better whether you get better or whether you fail. The best, the best teacher is um, doing it. Yeah. That's like the best. I've never been a – as opposed to – I feel like practice should be real life, whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? You could tell him a thousand times, and I hate to use him as an example, but you could tell him a thousand times, give me the hands, mm-hmm. let me know the time, blah, 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 blah. You could tell him that over <laughs> and over. But the more he sit back there and in the middle of the show, yeah. he's going to be like, you know what, the nigga want the hands. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's going to learn it and pick it up. So that's, at the end of the day, I feel like I'm going to always just keep going forward. I talked about that last night. People people be so worried about the speed and and the distance when I'm worried about the direction. As long as I'm going that way, I don't care how fast I'm going or you cuz whenever you get there, that's when you get there. Mm-hmm. Man, we ain't the same person. God made you your way, he made me my way. Right. If you get there today or tomorrow, or you don't get there today or tomorrow. That's not affecting me. So, as long as I care about my direction, anything that gets in my way, I'm either going to learn from it or it's gonna help me in a in a in a positive way. And I look at stuff like even when you're learning from it, that's a positive. Yeah. So I could go that way and keep going. And I could see something and run through it and be like, well, I I, I conquered that feat. Or I could go and see something else different mm-hmm. and it'll knock me down. See he giving you the five? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> see, I could go and run and it could knock me down. Mm-hmm. Well, I know now. When I scoot over and go that way, when I see another one of them motherfuckers, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go that way and then go that way. Yeah. So it's a learning experience. And you just if you just keep going, bro, like just don't stop. Yeah. Like all I can say is just don't, don't ever, 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 ever stop. That's one thing I tell my daughter all the time. Don't ever stop. You have no reason to stop. None. We in the we in the age now where you have no reason to stop nothing you're doing. You can just do it. Just whatever it is, you could do it. I, not, I don't know if y'all rap or not, but if you wanted to be a rapper today, you got a camera, and you got YouTube, you could be a rapper today. Mm-hmm. And you could have more videos out today than a nigga who's been rapping for 10 years. If you just stay up, write the lyrics, record, you don't even need to put it in the studio. Have the shit playing in the background on the phone and just rap on the camera. You put that shit out, shit might go viral. Yeah. Now you're a big rapper. Yeah. 
Whatever you want to do, just keep doing it. That's the best advice I could just give. Just like keep doing whatever you want to do. Whatever you want to do, dog. My daughter learned how to play the guitar. Don't know how to read music or nothing. Learn how to play play the guitar during the pandemic. She got four guitars in her room now. So, and I'm looking at her like, I don't, don't, you want to try it? Hell no. I don't know. I don't even know how to, I'm like this. She's like, you're holding it wrong. (laughs) I quit. Like, this wasn't part of my plan anyway. It's not for me. You like multifaceted. So, if, you can you can go be a comedian just as well as you can go be a a, a music artist. You can go be an actor just as well as you can go be you know yeah. you you got all of that and as an entertainer a lot. That's why like you said entertainer. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't have that. Like a lot of people just you only good at rap and that's all you got. But and you, they, I was it. telling him you just gotta you just gotta hit it at all. Yeah. But it's it's another bad thing you about to give us the two or the one. <laughs> oh. Uh, <laughs> um, now nah, I was telling him like that. That's also a bad problem to have too, though. Like, um, you know, they asked a, they asked a coach a long time ago. What's the? You got two great quarterbacks. Uh, is that the best thing about your team? Like, yeah, the quarterback situation is one hundred percent the best thing about our team. And he was like, okay. And then when it's a joking question, he's like, well, what's the worst thing about your team? And he laughed. He said, I got two great quarterbacks. Yeah. yeah. I don't know which fucking one to start. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I put him in, I'm damned because I should have put him in. Mm-hmm. I put him in, I'm damned because I should have put him in. Unless this one wins or this one wins. Well, if I stop acting, if I stop, you know, writing a book, if I stop being funny, doing shows, and if I stop all that and put music and do music and I don't blow, oh, man, he should have did acting. Mm-hmm. He should have did this. He should have did... If I stop music and stop all that and act... Man, have you ever heard the nigga rap? The nigga should have kept going with music. <laughs> so it's just like, you know what? Just take all this shit, man. Just do what y'all want with all this shit. I'm going to give y'all as much. I put up two, three videos of me rapping, and all of a sudden everybody think I'm not putting no more uh, voiceovers. Man, where the voiceovers? You stop putting them. I put up two, three voiceovers, four voiceovers. Man, you ain't I'm rapping rap in the it. truck no more. <laughs> it's like, damn. I put up something, and I'm like, man, let me talk to y'all. I, I put a video up today because... I had two women in my inbox yesterday, and I made the video at 5 in the morning because I'm like, I got to do something. They keep I had two or three women in my inbox saying, man, um, you, need to give up, you need to give these niggas some more game, and you need to do this. I was like, all right. So I put a video up, but it was actually talking about women, talking about how they get mad. We don't keep the same energy in the, in the, in the beginning of the relationship, like in the middle of the relationship. Yeah. Yeah, listen. I wish we had three or four hours mm-hmm. with you. We could have sit up and. It's all good, bro. A lot of shit we didn't get to. I want to ask you about you know the stuff that you're doing out in the community because I seen that on your page and everything. But whenever you back down, I like, got a meeting with the mayor Tuesday. I seen. I seen you was you know trying to reach out to him. Yeah, and they reach and they, and they hit me back up and say yeah, uh, we got a private brunch Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So I said all right, I'll be Perfect. there. Perfect. Perfect. Hey, listen. If you ever back down this way, we want to get back on. Even an update on that, because I'm big so on that too, community. Boom, so right there. I'll definitely be in contact uh, with your manager and everything. And, um, yeah, yeah, man, I'm glad you came on. Man, I appreciate y'all, yo. Yeah, I appreciate, appreciate you, y'all. Bro. Roscoe. Yeah. <laughs> Me and my partners call that Pistol Roscoe. Yeah. You got your Roscoe? <laughs> yeah. But, but uh, listen, uh, this is the Chop by T podcast, where we get real, raw, authentic conversations. Until next time. Stop, 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 stop.